1: suggest you shoot up and show more football. Come on, come on. Take it, it, We've done that, f- Can
2: we not knock it?
0: I am flabbergasted. I wouldn't even let them on the bus after the match. I get a taxi back to Manchester. <laughs> Again, don't, please don't call me arrogant because what I'm saying is true. I'm a, I think I'm a special one.
1: When the seagulls follow the troll. it's because they see something
0: Will be stormed into the sea.
2: Thank you. I understand what I'm trying to get
0: at. Yes, he no, was
3: a great player. Was a player. Yes, holder. he was a wonderful leader. But he wasn't a magician.
2: I'll take a bow, son. I mean that. Take a bow.
3: It's back. We're back. We're all back. The fans are back. That's what I meant. I know. <laughs> Wasn't it what, nice, wasn't oh, nice to just, hear some noise last night. Yeah, absolutely. Really um, lovely. My name is Richard
2: Keyes. I'm Andy Gray.
3: And this is Keyes and Gray, the podcast, series two. <laughs> After 40, can you believe, 40 can
2: we do 40? we'll
3: put in the vault wow. from the first series.
2: Good listening, son. Huh? Some good stuff. In some
3: there. very good listening. All are available on whichever platform you get your podcasts from. My best advice. Is if you want some first-class oh, sports talk, first-class, can't agree with that. Go and download, and uh, we have some sensational guests lined up already mm. for this new series. Today, Rangers fans will be interested to oh, know. I
2: to be more than interested. I <laughs> guess. I think they will be more than interested. Is
3: Charles Green, who uh, for eleven months owned Rangers Football mm, Club?
2: Yeah, let's, let's just say It was an eventful. And months. this week
3: um, took more money out of uh, the Scottish legal system, mm-hmm. Scottish government, I suppose, I ultimately, was, right? yeah, yeah. Um, after he was paid compensation for wrongful arrest.
2: Mm-hmm. Along with a couple of others as well. It's been yes. a costly thing. It's been a costly probe by the Scottish government.
3: <laughs> we first met Charles at TalkSport. We made friends, I will admit to that, uh, with some pride. Um, and I have no problem in doing so. I stand, as I always do in these situations, yes. Andy, right in the middle well, between Rangers Football Club yeah. Celtic and a whole avalanche I imagine of aggression that is likely yes. still yes. to trickle trickle no trickle I don't think it's uh, like it. flood. <laughs> flood flood in I the
2: direction of I think it's flooding Charles' well. No, there, are, there are many things that I've obviously as you can imagine <laughs> over the last 24 hours I've been panicking quite a bit because at the time as you remember when Rangers were in such dire straits so were we we were recovering from you know uh a firestorm a a tumultuous time in our careers and Mm. lives and so therefore my my knowledge of what exactly went on with Charles and Rangers is limited and that I don't know the ins and outs of all, all the minutiae. I don't right? think
3: any of us do, Andy, and I don't think any but of I, us ever and will. I've asked
2: a lot of Rangers players over the last, Rangers players, Rangers fans that I know over the last 24 hours, what would you like to ask Charles? Mm. And honestly, the questions that I've had sent <laughs> to me, I'm thinking, wow, this is like, this is like a panorama. This should be a, well, a panorama I am looking one.
3: forward to this conversation because he's got a lot of aggression himself. Aggression. Really? He's got a lot of frustration that he needs to unload as well. I mean, the scenes of him being arrested in the manner that he was... Um, motivated by what and whom uh, I don't know and perhaps he'll tell us anyway that is for later in the meantime yeah. Brentford 2-0 winners over Arsenal great to have them back they are top of the Premier League
2: I know saw the table until
3: later today today being Saturday How
2: do you, what do you mean later today what if someone doesn't win more well, than
3: 2-0 they will um, <laughs> this, this being Saturday morning ahead of of course the return for all of us uh, with our Premier League football um Predictions. Now, I said to you yeah. on the plane coming back here mm-hmm. last night before an arduous uh, arrival <laughs> back in Qatar, <laughs> which, which matched for frustration uh, uh, the departure at Heathrow. Yes. Um, I said, I'm, I'm going different this year. And, and um, you looked at me a little, uh, A, surprised and B, angry. Mm-hmm. So I have stuck my neck out and I yeah. am predicting... Manchester United
0: <laughs>
3: should, could, could, uh, w- with with one or two provisos, which I'll explain uh, in a moment. Right. But I think you've also you've also gone Manchester United, haven't you? I,
2: I think they can win it this year. I think that if and I've always, there's, there's, a, there's always a proviso, isn't there? But I think they they started really poorly. I think they lost the first three games last year, and and they were playing catch up after that and didn't quite get there. I think if they start well, Casey. I think if they have a good start to the season. Right, And it's not easy um, with what's going on with the pandemic and everything and players from the Euros. We don't know how many of these players are going to be Get fit off to play.
3: million and one excuses. Everybody's no, got the don't. same problem. Not everyone. Of course, they we, we're, all, we're all living in a, the, the, yeah, yeah, the world yeah, yeah. of the I, pandemic. No, I'm talking I mean,
2: about who's going to be ready to play. This is what I'm saying. I'm talking yeah. about Brentford didn't have anyone in the Euros to my recollection, right? So they've got all the players there. What I'm saying is... There's, we already saw in the Community Shield how City would probably didn't play. Yeah, eight but let's or nine lay of their aside players. so all the, of those so things because everybody's the got the same. So problem. what I'm saying about United, it looks like United have got most of their players ready and firing and ready to go. Maybe Rashford the only one who's probably yes. not, right? So the others, a lot of them didn't play a big part. You know, Sanko had never never kicked a ball mm-hmm. in the Euros, so he's ready to go. He's probably desperate and busting a gut to get out and play. I think if they start well, they can have a really good goal right. in the time. And I think the others around them. Are they are the same four that finish? They'll keep the top Pogba four. now
3: because Paris have spent their money in terms yeah. of wages. Although they, I mean, what the the greatest football signing of all time, Messi. What Sergio Ramos for and Amos? nothing? <laughs> Just <laughs> unbelievable. Now, what I'm saying about United is I think their best work was done at the end of last season. Their most significant signing for me, Cavani, mm-hmm. who I think is a class act, yes. and they've got to play him. And if they play Sanko, Cavani, Rashford when he's fit, yeah. that's a three that will frighten every other team in the league my problem andy Go is um, fernandes will get 15 probably penalties that he's won uh, pogba <laughs> will get 8 there's goals everywhere i just don't think they have a goalkeeper good enough either henderson oh. or, or de- de gea. neither henderson nor de gea are good enough for manchester well, united what,
2: in my opinion i mean 2 years ago you were eulogizing 2, two about years how ago i henderson thought de gea
3: was. had taken it to another level. Yeah. And I think but at that Henderson, time... you were
2: seeing at Sheffield United. How impressed you were. But, we but, but
3: he's not a Manchester United goalkeeper. You don't think so? I think Henderson would have a career and a half at Arsenal. <laughs> That's the sort of football club he should be at. That's, for me, as Arsenal, good as...
2: Arsenal yeah. fans, they'll be really pleased. I don't care. They're looking, they're looking <laughs>
3: for a goalkeeper. Uh, Henderson... Could become a very good goalkeeper they're not, they're not at selling. Arsenal. They're Playing not for him, Manchester United is entirely different. Yeah, of course, it uh, is. they're not selling either. But I don't think either is good enough. Well, if they'd gone and signed Kasper Schmeichel, yeah, yeah, who is better than both yeah, in my selling. view, I, don't know. I think they've got a goalkeeper that they can go on and win the league with. No, someone has been around the block. I don't think one so, thing's also that's
2: defining the league title or not.
3: I don't think they've got a goalkeeper good enough. I don't think that's defining them. Chelsea should. Chelsea, Chelsea should. Yeah. Um, Lukaku's a good signer. Sensational. Good signer. So they should should just good continue business. to do what they've done. Yeah. Don't think the the other two in the top four change. It's only a question of. City order. Of
2: Liverpool for me. Yeah. They'll be uh, in there.
3: I think. Spurs sixth. Who knows, as Usual. Who knows? We suppose. Leicester fifth. I mean, we don't know, do
2: we? No. Um. Yeah. So I, I, I Arsenal nowhere. nowhere. No, I don't see Arsenal. Sadly, I don't see Everton. I hope I'm wrong. I mean, I really do hope I'm wrong. I've talked to you about this before. You're not. I I, I hope I'm wrong. You're not. I I just I've never liked the appointment. Nothing's happened since then. That makes me feel that I was wrong. 1.75
3: million uh, yeah, on well, Demari Graham. Benita says we we're, we're all living with financial fair play really? constraints. No, no, I mean, Rafa, really? Do you think cool. we're all stupid? I know. Um, <laughs> No. 1.75, and he's talking about financial
2: fair play, no. whilst Villa have been out splashing 50-plus? Easy. And more? Easy. They've all done this. People have all spent 50-plus, mostly. That's, that's par for the course, Richard. If you're in the Premier League now and you're a decent club, then, then par for the course in the summer's 50 million. to keep you going. And that's probably sh- you standing still, it's not moving really forward. It's a really
3: bad appointment. It, it's it seven back and three forward. Uh, the, the difference between Benitez and Sam Allardyce uh, is... One's is, foreign and one's
2: English. Yeah, one's Spanish, that's right. That's all. That's it. You might as well have stuck the with the way it. you play your football. Is is I mean, if Evertonians and, and again, no, I'm not wrong because I've never seen a Benitez team. Or maybe Liverpool fans will say he was gloriously adventurous with Liverpool. Oh, he, he wasn't. wasn't. He really. had Torres and Gerrard. See, was he wasn't really And Alonso. You know, I remember Gary uh, Gary McAllister speaking to Gary when he was playing after he'd finished, he finished. his playing. He said, "What was it like?" I said, "It was funny at times." He said because you used to pass it forward, play for Liverpool, and go forward. But then all of a sudden the players were getting told to pass it and stop. Yeah, don't go forward. Yeah. And it's uh, seven
3: back, three forward. That's yeah. uh, familiar. Uh, at the bottom end, I think Brentford and Norwich, despite all, the start you know, Brentford, despite last I think they oh, will both be tonight. competing uh, for for the bottom spot. Um, so I, that's that's two back. Watford probably will go with them. But I think if there are three teams that need to be really careful, one, mm-hmm. Wolves. Right. There were signs for me at the back end of last season that yeah. they could get into trouble. Mm-hmm. Two. Southampton, goodbye, Armstrong, but Vestergaard being sold. I think it's a brilliant piece of business mm-hmm. from Leicester's point of view. I think the Saints could get into trouble. And every time Crystal Palace get clever and think there's something other than just making up the numbers, mm-hmm. a domestic football club that can get to 40, 44 points and probably no more that's when they get into trouble. Yeah,
2: but you do not think, you know, Roy at 70, what, 73, 74, they, they should have been looking at him. Of course. Change I, I, and move on. I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't f- think they've done that because they, they think that, you know.
3: I think they were better better suited for the fit, Sean Dyche being one. Yeah, maybe. Uh, maybe.
2: Uh, and, well, what about and, and Burnley? He's like, they're all right. I,
3: I, I, they won't get into trouble. Yeah. No chance. Yeah. No chance. There's too many other bad teams around. See, I
2: worry about Brighton as well, a little bit, me. Brighton will. will You know, will they flatter. Hover, to, yeah. Well, they flatter to deceive. You know, what, much as we said about Graham Potter's Brighton, new brave new world at Brighton, where they play this amazing brand of football. Yeah, they might play football that's pleasing to the eye, but has it been any more successful than Chris Hutton's spell there? Not really. Not really. I, I, I I don't think so. Listen, I wish him well because yeah, he's a really too. good
3: guy. Me too. And as you know, I love it. Brighton Football Club oh, and, and a whole tell you host one, of people. No there. Mentioned.
2: Go on. Your favourites, the ones who love you more than anyone. Newcastle. Yeah. They'll be fine. Yeah. What they'll you be expect fine. for them this year, would you? No no nobody. nobody. Willock. Oh, he was there last year. Yeah. But, what I'm saying is they've not but, added but They say he was there like he didn't play, Andy. He played a bit. I I
3: hear people say, Oh, he settled and, and he was he was he had
2: a a good entity. He,
3: he came on and scored goals as a sub. End. Yeah. He didn't
2: play so football what I'm matches. Saying is that's all they've done. That's all the business that, that Brucey's done uh, this year.
3: So they'll finish where they did. Yeah. And they might they might get a
2: better cup. Surprise on. for me i team Villa. Agree. I know they've lost Grealish. Um, I think it was business that had to be done. I think the price is a good one and it keeps everyone happy. Villa happy with it and I think City are happy with it. And I think what they've done with that money has been pretty good, mm. I have to say. I'm, I'm, I'm really happy with Danny Ings. I think that, that, that's a steal for me. Yeah. I mean, this is a guy who I think will get 20 goals for Villa in the league this season. Definitely. Definitely. And that's something they've not if had. Watkins can how get the How they're going same. to play Watkins, it'll, be, it'll be interesting how they're going to play the two of them. Um, I'm guessing he will play the two of them. Um, but in what way, in a, in a two at the top, or maybe Wadkins playing from a wide area, I don't know. It'll be an interesting way he way fits it all in. Bailey, coming from the Bundesliga, experienced enough, talented. Hope he settles. That's always a problem when players come in from another league. It's it's tough to settle.
3: I'm going to be fascinated to see how your mate settles at City. I, I'm, I'm not convinced that I he know. makes them any better uh, or that he isn't. Any better than what they have? I think he he will slow them down. No, um, I think he needs to, to to learn how to play again, head up, and move the ball quickly, which is something he doesn't do. He does. I think he needs studs on his boots rather than his ass, <laughs> because that's you not. Just don't like that's, him. I do like him. I've, I've said to you, he would have been. I do like him, but I think I, I think it's a strange one, and I don't think it's going to be a comfortable or easy fit for either, because he's not. He's not what I expect to see at Manchester City. As, far as, as far as Greenish is concerned. He opens up
2: defences. He's a terrific yeah, carrier of the ball. Yeah, but get it. No, stop, no, no. Up, I said trick, to you all along. Fall over. Aston Villa, yeah. oh, he, was the, he was the main man. You had to give him the football. He, of course. He you had can to do that play, there. Right? So he he was under pressure every time he got it. The immense pressure he must have felt to produce something. No, he's playing for Villa. There's no pressure. Of course there for is. Pressure on. from himself. There's pressure from 40,000 no. Villa fans. Well, there wasn't, wasn't last year. There wasn't last year. <laughs> but there's pressure, of course there is, for him to produce. He's got to he get his if head he up. he doesn't, then who was last year for Villa? Nobody. What I'm saying is he's now at a side where if he wants a breather for five minutes, he can look around and give it to De Bruyne, give it to Sterling, give it to all these top, top players and have a, a little breather. And the emphasis isn't always on him. I actually think he'll be better. I think he's end product it's better than Sterlings and Mares, who he might play in either position for. No, no, Yes, not. he is. Oh, he's No, it's uh, not. 100%. No, it's 100%. Not. 100%. Yes, it is. Doesn't get better goals. Better quality. Better quality. Doesn't get goals. Doesn't get, goals, get enough goals he's played at Villa. We'll see how many he gets this year. Yeah. If he plays. I don't think I it think makes it's, them, a, I think it's For 100 mil, I, I think, think it's, it's, it's an
3: uncomfortable fit and no. I think he needs to change. And uh, Listen, you say I don't like him. I said to you, if I'd, I'd been Gareth Southgate in the Euros, mm. who I don't think ever settled on what was his best team, no, it would for me, it would have been Grealish plus... Ten others. Agreed.
0: Because he's agree, the one man. that
3: frightens people. But it it was playing his way. He has got to adapt and change now to play... I don't think he has to change ...Manchester no, he City's doesn't.
2: way. He, he will have to adapt and get used to playing with the players he plays with because they're all better players with the greatest respect. The vast majority are better players than, he, than he's left at Villa. So he's got to get used to playing with a better quality of footballer. His, the demands on him will be greater. I think back to Charlie and, Adam. And I, I just think he's got a great attitude. He's, whatever people say about him, the kid's got a fantastic attitude. Agreed. He's served a, a wonderful apprenticeship there. He's got great service to Villa. And I've said to you all along, I said to you last year, if I was Manchester United, I'd have gone and bought for seven, eighty million, 80 million he could have got. and him. And look what's happened. People have waited and it's cost them a hundred. I
3: think I remember Charlie Adam doing exactly what you said when he played at Blackpool. He was the main focus of attention. Everything went through him. He looked a fantastic footballer. And we like Charlie. He was one of our guests in the first Mm -hmm. series. Got to Liverpool and, and I mean, never got a kick. Totally
2: different. Totally, totally different. And you get in I'm amongst noticed. big no, boys and look, you have to look, adapt then to them, not, well, what's not them to, to you. He's had to do that for England. And look at how well he's done playing for his country yeah, but, but, in the short look, time he's been allowed look, to play. Andy,
3: what you see when you see Jack, you see get it, receive, stop, jinx, stop, check, turn, uh, part, fall
2: over. No. No, he's got to get it and move it. and And, and, and... Adapt- I think you'll make them change. Better. There you go. Totally, I think it's a great signing. I really do. Okay, I
3: think it's a great signing. Uh, so anyway, do we disagree about the bottom?
2: No, I'm, I'm finding it hard to, to disagree. The, the three that come up invariably in recent years have, have struggled. Mm. Um, a good start is important, which obviously Brentford got on Friday night, but they've got to try and maintain There's that. There's a
3: formula for those clubs: get up, take a hundred mil, go back, and that, I, that's, I, that's something needs to be addressed. Is the parachute payments. Yeah, as for the refereeing, Mike Riley, when I saw him speak this week, has yeah. only started to say what we have been saying <laughs> for two years. <laughs> yeah. That only in only in exceptional circumstances do we need VAR Correct. and just butt out. That would be my first oh, thing. Nice the line. other thing, so before Go you do, the other thing that made the Euros as enjoyable is that two things. One, refereeing was terrific. What? Our boys aren't good enough, and that's Mike Riley's fault. And and uh two uh, I th- I hope we've passed the high water mark of tippy tappiness that teams now want to free. play. To I've win. got another one. It's about rugby. Any
2: Anytime a player who's shielding the ball gets brushed, falls on the ball, falls on the ball, gets a free kick. I thought in the Euros the referees were agreed. Told, Don't give free kicks for people falling over, and I think it made a huge difference. I hope that continues as well. But then talking about VAR and the, and, the, and the misuse of it or not. Do you not think that Brentford's second goal was yes. a, a, a case of yes. if you want to get involved via yes and get involved? Of course, the goalie's been pinned, of
3: course, but they will have been told butt out, only leave the decisions with the on field referee, only get involved when you feel it's absolutely necessary. Well, it was, was and you missed your
2: first big cue. I mean, the, the goalie's got trapped on his line, <laughs> he would have come and collected the ball so easily yeah. when it bounced. With his hands because he he can and I just thought come on then ref is he you not going to have a look at that and Arteta
3: no. five to one to get the sack first so <laughs> would you, would you agree with that then I I, I have been thinking, consistent I'm on this since this. day one I have said he, he he was the wrong man mm. at the wrong time mm. Arsenal should have appointed Ancelotti and Arteta should have gone and learned his trade somewhere else my choice was Everton ah,
2: but they'd be looking for a new manager now Arsenal. They would not because
3: Angelotti would not have he left has, Arsenal oh, to go. Not for Real Madrid. No. no. <laughs> of course he no, would Andy, I don't think he, he would. would. There are he more. Would. No, there are more problems at Real Madrid than he would have had at Arsenal. And there's no better place to work than in the Premier League. He's he's managed Real Madrid. Yes. Get out of Real Madrid from Everton. Uh, rather oh, get out of Everton, you. to... Re- but you, it's a fact. There's only trouble ahead for Everton, no, and you well, know it. I, well, I, I with the appointment. I, feel that. I think I, know, I, I think do. Usmanov's I given up. I think Mashiri's given up. I think they'd sell it if they could, if there were a buyer. And I, 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 the appointment of Benitez baffles, baffles me. Yeah, it's baffles just me well. ludicrous. It anyway, yes, I, I, Arteta's not for long. I don't think. But I don't think Brendan Rodgers will be at Leicester at the end of the season either.
2: Well, where's he gone?
3: Well, when of your big boys. Well, you're just yeah. talking about it. I think, I think one of the big boys will come and I think he will, he will leave before the end of the season. This so why didn't he go to Tottenham Miss someone then? Uh, Tottenham's mess didn't need to.
2: <laughs> it's, it's, I think
3: he's always coveted Arsenal. Yeah, I, I, I would agree with that. Always coveted Arsenal. Right.
2: But do you think Brendan's at a stage? I, no, now? I think
3: we should introduce our guest. All oh, right, go on.
2: Now. We've done 20 minutes. <laughs> It'll be quite good. Yeah. It's flowing in. There's, it's
3: there's flowing more, in. there's much more it's we could in. do. And there will be in the coming weeks. But
2: this is going I hope this is going to be as good as I I would like it to be. Well, I, I might just sit back and let you do it because <laughs> it's it's like a it's like a tinder box here. <laughs> <laughs> our guest
3: is the former owner. Chairman, Chief Exec, what was the job? I have no idea. Uh, Of Rangers Football Club, (laughs) and that is Mr Charles Green.
0: When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to Bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's Bombus.com slash ACAST, code ACAST.
3: Charles, I've just given you the big build up. I was, I, 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 you'll have to, Tell me, um, owner, chairman, managing director, what exactly were you during that period of time at Rangers? Everything.
1: Well, I was all of them, actually, at at different points in time because, of course, you know, I made the offer to acquire it from uh, the Duff and Phelps guys. (laughs) At that point, I was the only director, the only employee, the only shareholder. Uh, And then over, you know, the ensuing months, Uh, the thing started to take shape and move forward and at the point when I stepped down I was CEO the company was listed in London it had got no debts no borrowings and cash in the bank Uh, and the big mouth Yorkshireman which is what I was called (laughs) when we had the introduction
3: I wish uh, I'd done uh, that can can we stop again our Uh, guest guest this week is a big uh, mouth Yorkshireman uh, Uh, carry on sorry Charles (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah, and and when I—that's what I was called when I was introduced to the press and media at Murray Park in in May, uh, twenty twelve. Um, and uh, I remember actually one guy was particularly hostile towards me, and he said, "You know, what's your plans." And if you remember, I I gave him the little sort of speak that. Uh, I was here when they didn't want me. And when they wanted me, I'd leave. <laughs> and and that became, you know, the the, the story. Uh, and uh, and this guy said, okay, you know, what are you going to do? I said, well, the company will never have debts. I'm going to get rid of all the problems and I'm going to list it on the stock market. And that's when he said, oh, all right, Mr. Big God, when are you going to do that by? And I said, this year. And of course... You know, we'd still got to go through the CBA process at that point, but nevertheless, we did it in December 2012. Uh, but unfortunately, because of the the dark forces, uh, I was on my bike and gone. Uh, Charles, by let's May let's the following let's
3: um, lay out the parameters of the conversation we're going to have. You, you you're still involved in a number of different legal matters, so have to tread carefully. Um, during the course of this conversation, I, I, I would very much like to go over much of that ground that you've just touched. Um, congratulations on your win this week, and um, I expect there'll be more going forward. And how are you? I should also have said that. Uh, how, how is your health?
1: Well, the, my health, you know, thank God is is. Uh, managed to stand up to the the test. It has been challenging, no question. And there's been periods over the last six years since my arrest where, you know, my health wasn't as good as it had been previously. But you know, I have to say that uh, over the last few months, <clears throat> where we could see an end to it, uh, it's, it's given me some sort of inspiration and and lift. Uh, so, but there's huge disappointments and. You know, there's been massive impact on, on my family. And, of course, for me, you know, I, I was in a good space, uh, but you lose six years of your life. I'm 69 next birthday. Uh, I'm still I'm still faster <laughs> than Andy Gray if you want to have a race <laughs> on That's television. Charles. <laughs> <That's available. laughs> Charles. Charles, I what, have, I have it, got a new knee it, and hip. No, what like, that what me were you league. a... Re- yeah, well, I've had it. I, I've had a new year, in uh, year as well, like so that. you can't have that with both. Why the were you arrested,
3: Charles? What did they tell you when they knocked on the door and cuffed you?
1: Well, I think it's important to understand that I was told before I was arrested, that when I was in Dubai, that my solicitor rang me to say, look, please, Scotland, want to come back to interview you under caution. And of course, being in Dubai, I didn't need to come back. Uh, However, if you do come back, doesn't matter what you say, you will be arrested. And and I said, well, I, I don't want to sit here in Dubai for the rest of my life, worried about an Interpol arrest warrant. I said, I've got nothing to hide or nothing to fear. I'll come back. And of course, what, what people didn't realize then, and, and many people don't now, The only reason I was arrested is because the case against Duff and Phelps and Craig White was collapsing. They'd arrested them a year before, and they hadn't took them to trial, and that's why it was vital that they they arrested me. And if you if you want your researchers to plough away, they'd been to court to ask for an extension, and the court had refused them, so they went back to court and appeal that but as a precaution they arrested Charles the Yorkshire idiot and that gave them the opportunity to go back to court and say "Oh, we've just now discovered that there's more than these guys involved in the conspiracy and they get an automatic one year the interesting thing uh, Richard is that when the appeal was heard the judge rejected it so so they'd only got three months to get a conviction against White and against uh, Clark and White House. but the minute they arrested me, they got another twelve month extension so these were things in in your mind where I'm going <laughs> back and and of course you know if you if you recall you know me coming out of uh, court but they, when I did the interview under caution. You know, that was surreal. Uh, And I've never been in this position ever in my life. Uh, And, of course, in the evening in Livingston Police Station, I get, you know, the the police protection officer who was a great guy who who looked after me when I was in Rangers. I remember one conversation, and, and I'm sure Andy will understand this one, he said, well, I don't understand Scotland. I don't understand what's going on. I said, how do I know when I'm in danger? He said, oh, it's simple. He said, if you walk down the street and one side's blue and white and one side's green and white, walk down the green and white side because you're going to be safer than the other <laughs> That's side. Not, it's a bit strong. Now, get yeah. Head, right, what what head What I'm right trying to get
3: to, Charles, and, is that there has been a lot of tales told about financial misdemeanour. You say you left the club with no debt, with money in the bank. Um, There
2: are others that would argue quite the contrary. Well, there's a a lot of talk, Charles, about... uh, Listen, a a lot of talk around your tenure and and when you left and that black hole suddenly appeared in Rangers' accounts that couldn't be explained at the AGM the year after Mm. you left. I mean, so Mm. you... Talk about these kind of stories. Are, Are these a fabrication then, that? Yeah.
0: Well,
1: look. Uh-huh. Everyone can talk, and as we all say, talks cheap. But I'd go on this when when I went to Rangers, they were faced with the big tax bill. I took on all these liabilities because remember, if the CVA had gone through, we did. Did you buy Rangers them, on your own, Charles? Charles, did you all all buy Rangers on
2: your own with your own with your own money? Are did it? you buy Rangers on your own? No.
1: No, no, no. I didn't, and and it was right. impossible to do that, and and because of the the uh the debts because we tried to buy it, remember mm-hmm. with the CBA as a going concern uh, and of course if that had have happened the 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 forces within the s f a and the s p l couldn't have put ranges down into non league football uh and so f- for for come someone to come along whoever it was you know you needed have enough cover to deal with those liabilities, but of course the CVA didn't go ahead, and it was a different story. Uh, so, but remember, we had to have sufficient funds. Also, I had to pay all the old club debts, and these are the things you know that people don't recognise. That you know, we're now classed by the Scottish FA and everyone as a new club, but I have to pay all the old cause debts, and I used to argue. If we're the old co, then that's fine, we'll pay all the debts. If we're new co, we're new co, we haven't got the debts. But what was happening, and and I was fighting these battles single-handed daily, and at the same point, we've got the Rangers fans saying we're going to starve him out, we don't buy season tickets, and, you know, let's not minimise the challenge. However, without going through it day by day, which I can remember as vivid today. As it was ten years ago almost, but the point is, when I stepped down in May, the accounts, if you look at the half year results that were published in June, Rangers had cash in the bank, no liabilities. none. So any black holes that appeared or any other appears were not on my shift. I didn't go out selling players. I was getting rid of all these people. And 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 what angered me as well were all these Rangers fanatics players who disappeared to get fat signing on fees because they've got freedom of contract, all come back now, Alan McGregor and Davis and all these people. I would never allow them back in Glasgow if I was there, let alone in the dressing room. and mcgregor did a good job but he's not the only goalie in the world and what my life's always been about is principle it's black
0: do you white. know
3: if if uh, if it indeed is the case that these black holes started appearing do you know i'm not asking you to tell me do, do you know where the money went and can you tell me
1: well well let's talk about the money there was no money richard there was no money. The company owed 150 million if you add all the bits up that everyone was claiming. Right? Now, all those over a period disappeared. And of course, which what Big Mouth was saying in 2012 actually came through two or three years ago where inland revenue wouldn't have gotten there was a fantastic article a few weeks ago where if in actual fact, what we now know had been admitted in 2012, inland revenue could not have blocked the CVA and it would all gone, all would have gone ahead because the debt was only 20 million. I could have funded that in an afternoon. So, so these are the things, you know, that the fans need to know. And, and you know, I've had these discussions. I was I was accosted one day at at, at uh, Longsham. I've been invited there by the Qatari uh, royal family because they're big sponsors of that, of course. And uh, I went there, and about six or seven Rangers men have had a good <laughs> afternoon and were well. I can guess, you know, yeah. well for where <laughs> shall we put it? I think yeah. <laughs> so. So these guys come up and, you know, Charlie boy, I said, I'm sorry, you must be confused. I said, lots of people confuse me with Charles Green who was at Rangers and, you know, I'm giving the normal thing. So three of them were very hostile and very aggressive. And they said, you nicked all the money, you took all the money. I said, there was no money. I put the money in there. When I started that club, there was no other So what money we've established,
3: Charles, sorry, what I we've established is that you did you did buy with partners because you needed to fund it. That that's for sure. Um yeah. you, you, you left and the and the balance sheet was clean as far as you were concerned. You say these are the things Rangers fans need to know. What else do do you believe Rangers fans have been confused about?
2: I'll tell you what I'd like well, you, to ask Charles about another, another okay. deal, Charles. Well, when I talk to Rangers they, fans they, so right. Just let me, Take just me. give us a sec. Charles, one of the other things, that the big things yeah, that comes sure. up when you talk to Rangers fans is the Sports Direct deal. That, uh, to right, uh, thank right, you thank right, you, explain talk about it then. Because the, I don't, let's, you tell me, bye. I am under the illusion that this deal you did with Sports Direct, basically any replica shirt was sold. Mike Ashley and his company pocketed 97 pence and we got three pence. That's the kind of, what we're talking about. Yeah, now that, yeah. that seems like, if, you, if that's a deal that's done, it's a bad yeah. deal for
1: Rangers. Yeah, absolutely. No question about it. And and of course, you know, depending where you sit on that, so you're either as daft as them that spout that story. So let's talk specifically about that. When when I buy rangers, our our partner goes bust at the same time. So the kit yep. deal has ended. Not because of the administration. But JJB had gone bust, gone into administration. So we've got no kit for the following year. And I started, and all these, all these things, all the emails with Adidas, all the emails with Under Armour, all of these are all there where people wanted it. But they, they said, look, Charles, we just got the Liverpool contract we we haven't got the capability to take on Rangers at the same time. So all of these things were being discussed. So all of a sudden, I go and see Mike Ashley. He becomes an investor in Rangers, as we all know. He bought shares and, and of course, was happy because he saw Rangers as a great opportunity in terms of the club merchandising and all the other things. And as we all know, he offered players at the time a whole raft of things. So, so we go and do a kit deal. So Ashley says, okay, if I'm an investor, I want to quote, no problem. If you quote, beat any offer, by one pound, and you've got the contract. So, okay, we have this big argument, and we set up a joint venture. Rangers are 51%. Ashley has 49 He says, I'm not doing it. I've never had a minority interest. I said, okay, we don't do it. I'll go somewhere else. Eventually, after about two or three weeks, we have another meeting, he agrees. I've got no money to run this problem because all the money I've raised, I've got it in boxes and we've got all the other problems coming, like You're not going to be able to play in the Premier League and you're going to go into non league football and we might not even give you a license to play. I mean, you'd have loved that meeting at the SFA at Hamden. I said, Well, okay, I'll have my own league. He says you can't because it's governed by FIFA. I says, Well, we'll have two goalkeepers and no one can score from outside the box. I said, I'll invent my and I'll just play exhibition matches and I'll have 50,000 every match watching these exhibition matches. I said, and the rest of Scotland will go bus. Can you imagine these discussions? Now, that's word for word on my grandchildren's life. So, no one knows. Ali McCoys one day nearly started fighting in Amden. And that's one of the few times that I thought that I knew he was on my side because most of the time it was on Walter's side. And I understand why, and I have no problem with that. But, you know, when we talk about the Sports Direct deal, you know, the Sports Direct deal was a fantastic deal. So the deal was, we have a 51-49. Ashley pays all the bills. Ashley buys all the kit. Ashley does all the merchandising. Ashley does all the delivery. He takes off the costs, and the balance we split, 51-49. Now, I was never allowed to talk about it because there was legal action going on for years and years. And, and of course, at the times when I was being criticised, Charles Green sold the shares. No, I didn't. That was the deal. That contract's in writing. It's in print. So forget all the crap and the bullshit that gets fed to fans. I know when I left the club, Dave King and his people went around to my investors and said, oh, Charles has lied to you, he stole the money. He said he'd keep the company listed on the stock market. N- no. You know, when we bought the club, Douglas Pike phoned me and said, I'll give you 500 grand to step aside. I mean, the man's a lunatic. I mean, the legal bills were more than that. So, so, so these, and this is at the time you remember it all, I called them all out. Jim McCall, World's Richest Scotsman. I said, sign a check and we'll go. Nobody had the balls. Dave King was being hunted by the South African police, so he couldn't do anything. And these were all the people now who are running the club. All right. Uh, Um, And what was lost, what was lost, and you two live out here, you know what's out here. You know the wealth out here, and you know the people out here who Mm. would support me. And none of them were in the first round because the first rounds where all the shit occurs and people from this region with the investments who've all got interest in other football clubs, as you know, they don't want to go into that market. So Charles goes in, deals with all the crap and then stage two would come along and we would stop stage two. We would even stop stage one, which is why I said to him, "We'll go and play in England." Ah, league I want to come on UK. to that. I want to come my on to that. Was- well, yes or no answer? Did you tap Walter's phone? Okay. Walter, no. I, I can't even work a phone. I can't even use a <laughs> now, computer. Well, there are people that my can, of course. Was, was
3: Walter's phone tapped?
1: Yes, and uh, listen. And my phone, my phone was definitely tapped. In fact, you know the guy. The guy uh, who worked for me and and became CEO of a cancer business that I was going to set up and and was going to be the first cancer centre in UK outside Ibrox and all the plans are drawn. So my plans were not just for football. It was about the whole raft of things. And, you know, people say, oh, he just makes these things up. These are another Charles Green stories. No, there's an architect in Glasgow, got the plans. Right. Go and see him. So you didn't say,
3: yes, Charles, oh, you just did. I've got it. Ex- did you tap Walter's phone? Was Walter's phone tapped?
1: Okay. No, never. Right. Now, never in a million years. Let's go right Not back to the anyone. start.
3: Did you save Rangers? You know why I've asked you that? Yes.
1: Yeah, because look, and I said this to these guys the other the other year in in Paris. There's two options: either I saved Rangers and you've just won the 55th trophy, or I didn't save Rangers and you've won your first competition. That's why I asked Well you done, that. lads. It's one or the other. You can't have. You can't have an hybrid. It's either the first one or the second one. Which one do you want? Well, I know. Green? I, I, Which one I, is I it? know. I, I, I'll, I'll before answer you that. answer that, no. Before you answer no, that, no. I'm no. not answering. Charles Andy, I will no, see us, Charles. Charles, Charles I've already it.
0: asked
2: him this before all I'm we I'm going started. to see is, <laughs> I, Here's the I answer. Just, I have just witnessed when their 55th <laughs> league title. That's all I'm answering about. Simple as that. I will go so far as to say Charles Green did say. Charles,
0: if we'll you've rescued yes. Rangers,
2: do you know how many others <laughs> were interested in buying Rangers when you were given the nod that you were the preferred bidder?
1: Do you know? Was, who, was, were there yes, many? Yes, because, ev- because every day, every day, every day, Andy, I would open the radio or the TV or the newspaper or the phone and it's going to be blue nice. It's going to be Jim McCall, and it's going to be this. It's going to be Brian Kennedy. It's going to be this one. It's going to be a, a group including Graham Sooners. It's this. It's this. It's this, 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 and and it was the day after. And this is what angered the Rangers fans because never, never, ever no. was my name mentioned. Yeah, I'd got Deloitte in a in a data room. I was picking up bills for that. And this, and I remember Duff and Phelps came to me, and this is why this issue of a conspiracy between this and Craig White and Duff and Phelps and Charles. They rang me up and said, Charles, just to let you know, you should stop all work. We're selling the club today to Bill Miller. And they made an announcement the next morning that Bill Miller had bought Rangers and he bought it for five million. Now, being a tight Yorkshireman, when all that collapsed, and we all know the reasons why it collapsed and the threats against his children and the threats against him by the the vile element of rangers, he walked away from it. So I stepped in. And then what I did, I offered him 10%, I offered the administrators 10% more than they'd agreed to sell the assets to Bill Miller for. And, And so all of these things, work calculated. This is how my mind works. You know, I'm an uneducated lad, left school, went down the coal mine, but I'm wider awake than half of them when I'm asleep. <laughs> right. <laughs> so I knew, I knew these people, but they never had the balls to put their hand in the pocket, put the money on the table, take the risk. Yes, it's easy to take talk about risk. it after.
3: I, 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 Listen, I, I agree entirely. Now, one other thing which still fascinates me, we met you, as I mentioned, I think, earlier when we were on the radio at Talk Sport. One of the things you wanted to do, and I, you you've you talked about it today, uh, going into battle against the Scottish FA, you wanted to take Rangers south. You said to us that if I take Rangers to play in the conference and climb through the English pyramid, I'll be playing a better standard of football now, obviously this was then, than I will be playing in the fourth tier of, of Scottish football. Yeah. And I will ultimately... I will ultimately take Rangers into the Premier League. Now, Andy and I then undertook a survey of conference league clubs. uh. And we got a 75% approval rating. I think the chairman of the conference was at Alteringham at the time. And he said, categorically, yes. I mean, why didn't that happen? Was it ever really a possibility? And is it something, well, too late now, of course, because they're back with the big boys. But is it something that you could have foreseen happening?
1: Well, oh, yeah, I, I, I mean I definitely because remember when that, when, that, as I said just a few minutes ago, when they're threatening that you may not even get you know the ability to play, you have to apply for a licence to play in Scotland, all of these uh, threats and phil and remember you know, and I understand I was only there just over a year, but I do know the passions and there's a huge passion who love Rangers and there's, you know, it's Newton's Law equal and opposite, and there's a huge, huge faction who hate rangers because of the success for a number of reasons, and it's not just the religious divide. That's just the convenient. You know, jealousy is a terrible thing, and I've never been jealous of anyone, but people who are jealous of the success and the, all the things. And you know, when we look at, you know, the meetings we had in in Amden, I mean, some of them were surreal, and uh, and, of course, they'd never met anyone like me. I mean, Stuart Reagan, I mean, didn't have much air when I started, but he started to fall out, I can tell you. And Neil Doncaster and, you know, some of the meetings uh, where their legal representatives were there were screaming it. You know, Rangers cheated, they have got to suffer. And, I mean, it was incredible. I walked out, I took all my team. We went to the lawyer's office one day. I got up and walked out with Andrew Dixon and a raft of others who were present with me because it was, it was ridiculous. And, and I could put my hands up and I could put my hand on my... I'd never been a Rangers fan. So this is not Andy Gray getting upset in a meeting because he loves them. I was getting upset because what was done to that club well, was not right.
3: I've always said, Charles, I, I've never known in any other sphere of life where a charge has been laid... Mm-hmm. And, and punishment delivered before the verdict of the yeah, trial comes yes, back. Yes. And ultimately, Rangers were found guilty of doing exactly. nothing. 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 So, so I, I get all that. So, nothing. So, but exactly. but I, I'm, I'm really interested in, because so many people down the years have talked about it, and it's still discussed, and I don't think probably now it'll ever happen. But Rangers missed the chance to play in England at that point. Is that correct?
1: Yes. Yeah. Yeah, and and for me, you see, again, it's just my nature. Do you think I was going to accept a law that says the Welsh can play in England, but the Scots can't play in England? (laughs) No. So there's no way I would have let that one Lay that one lie. I would have took him to court, and had gone to you. What well, you'd have, what court, you'd have, have done
3: is you'd have you'd have been welcomed by the conference, and you'd have climbed through the EFL pyramid, and then you would have found yourself with an issue at the Premier League, wouldn't you? Because the terms and conditions of the structure of You're the right. Premier League say it's the English pre- yeah. and Welsh Premier League. But I'm I'm with you. I don't think that they could have resisted you, and I think it's a it's it'll go down in history as one of the most calamitous. Missed opportunities that the, the, the ever there was. Um, Andy, I, I mean, you're looking at a list of questions that you've been delivered. Are there any that you are...
2: Well, free- I mean, I just think Charles has touched on on absolutely most of them, you know, that, 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 that we've got, that we've had here. Um, you know, there's talk about... You've, you've talked about Duff and Phelps, how you become the preferred bidder. Yeah, we've, we've touched on that. You've talked about the initial cash that came in from investors of yours to buy the club from administration um, and things like that. So, and what I would like to say, listening to you, Charles, like if I was to say to you now, go on then, surmise your time as the CEO at Ibrox, in terms of uh, what what were the positives you left Rangers with?
1: Well, I left them, you know, with a future. I left them, you know, where when we were negotiating... Uh, the the purchase and and trying to get the CEVA through uh, and the fans really got behind me and embraced me. And, of course, that was the start of my downfall because lots of people didn't want to see Charles Green succeed and the quicker they could get me out of the club, the better. And that's what happened. And, of course, what we're going to see, and, and I think we don't want to talk too much, but it's already in press, uh, and in fact I understand the Lord Advocate, the new Lord Advocate has mentioned it is once all of these compensation claims have been finished, there will be criminal proceedings. And so for me and for my family, you know, it it it's tremendous. I mean, my brother, just my brother, my youngest brother, he's a stepbrother, of course, because my father died when I was a baby. Uh but my my younger brother you know, played for England Schoolboys and signed for Manchester United when Doherty was manager. And he, he played football. He was a goalkeeper. But then he got injured uh, it, and then went into the police. And if you spoke to my brother, who's more eloquent than me and he's more educated than me, he was 30 years in the police. And he said for six years, he's lying in bed thinking... Either the police that I've just worked for, for 30 years, are corrupt, or my brothers lied to mm. me for 30 years. Mm. Now, it's only one or the other. Which one is it? And he, he, he can't believe that I'm, I've conned him for 50, 60 years of my life, but he can't believe that a, a police force that he worked in passionately for 30 years could be that, and of course now it's admitted the police force is corrupt. You know we've got we've got a system, you know that's that's indefensible and and people's lives have been ruined and that's that's why you know. Okay, so I'm angry. let's
3: just qualify that. You say the police are corrupt. That is, you 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 are happy to say so because of the the payout you've had and the apology that came with it this past week. You talk about more criminal charges. Do you expect to get a knock at the door, or will others be facing uh, criminal charges?
1: No, the criminal charges are going to be against the 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 police, against the Lord Advocate, against the whole system up there. Not, no, I know. Not I'm just... I, I, I,
3: I'm no, sorry. I know, Charles, the there'll be people listening that, that, that don't understand, so I needed you to
1: qualify that. No, sure. No, I understand. Yeah, no, I understand. No, I mean, the there the will be criminal proceedings taken you know, against a whole raft of people and if you you know, gone on the uh, Facebooks and Twitters and all that, I mean there's, that there's interweb thingy. and it's scandalous <laughs> that yeah that, that that it's been that it's been allowed to run for this long. And and you know for for me it it's and for my children, I mean my son's at Edinburgh University. There's only three people know I'm his mm. father probably best keep it like that <laughs> yeah no it is it is it is best to keep it like that but that's but that no that's it's not, not right, i make light Richard. of it but and you're right you it's know, not you know i mean andy and i are too daft to go I'll to university but i'm told it's a good time <laughs> highly of educated your life. Eh? right it's a good <laughs> it's a good time of your life and 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 that's the effect and now you know a, a payout to me how does that compensate my son who can't no, have, admit no. to his father no it
3: doesn't for, no it doesn't you're right reasons. no absolutely charles listen i could talk all day um this i hope is only the start and that that we will be discussing more when these criminal charges come to a conclusion, not when they're laid. Obviously, we'll we'll need for that mm. uh, to, to to come to a conclusion. Yeah. But um, I, I I I I repeat what I said at the start. I'm distant from this. I'm not caught up in the mix of of, of rangers or South. so. So uh, no, uh, I would just no. thank you for for taking the opportunity uh, to be as honest as you have. Um, and I hope that going forward, we we as I say, we can re- return to it, Charles. And and there's more to come. But uh, right now, I don't think you could have said and done any more for us. Do you? No. Nope.
1: Nope. Well I just like I'd just like to conclude with a cautionary note that last time last time the three of us had a conversation, shortly afterwards, you two were kicked out of the country, lost your job. <laughs> uh, yes, yes. And, and, and if it if it happens after this one,
2: can you just yeah. tell me where you're going and
1: I'll come with
3: you? We'll just have a, we'll set up a threesome next time. Yes, there is that. Yeah. 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 Yes. yes, I can't, listen, the, the, I, well, the big mouth Yorkshireman's got me. There's yeah. nothing I can say.
2: Yeah. <laughs> those are facts. It's hard okay, to argue. Yeah. <laughs> right, Charles, facts.
3: great yeah. talking with you. Thanks, Charles. <laughs> Take care.
2: Uh, you good? Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I'm I'm guessing that. I mean, I don't know if I'm good because um, I tried to ask what I could. I think there's a, there was a lot of other questions that Charles couldn't touch on, that, that maybe as you've touched on, we can ask him after everything's concluded. Mm. That, that that one or two of the Rangers fans, but I think we I tried to get in. And I think we did get in as much as we possibly could in that respect. But I, I, I'm guessing some will be disappointed that we didn't dig deeper. There are
3: some Andy that are so entrenched they will never believe. It, it's it's the same with the, the the view that many have of us. Uh, I, I, I the, the specific regions of the UK have of me. <laughs> I mean, you will never convince people of something they do not want to open no. their mind no. to have cleared. Um, and I think Charles has got that problem as well. But I I, I Listen, I think that's as honest as it could be to this point. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I I hope um, Rangers fans. I don't know. I don't know. Um, um, we shall see. Understanding of the constraints, but also have appreciated the honesty that we've had so far. Yeah, I
2: mean, I was I was kind of uh, very ignorant of what the, the as I said to you that the what went in and on around Ibrox at those times. I knew we were in trouble. Mm. I knew we were in administration but I didn't know how and why and when. And, and by the way, it's one other of the things worth
3: it. pointing out. Mike actually got uh, seven mil, I think in conversation after all the allegations about the kit deal. So somebody, mm. somebody, somebody's telling the truth and it would appear to be those that are winning the compensation. Uh, the ones that win the are, the my, yeah. yeah. That's, true. <laughs> that's what I would that's say. True. Anyway, that's the first in a brand new series. I hope you've enjoyed. We are going to be here on a regular weekly basis. Once again, mm. you can download the podcast from any of your favorite platforms. Now you found us, please tell your mate, um, and and that one I think starts. Don't, don't forget your reviews. Oh yeah, and leave a nice review. <laughs> See you next week. <laughs>